Put those Halloween costumes away and get your favorite jersey back on. It's time for week nine of the NFL season. We've got a great slate of games, a very intriguing slate of games. We've also got the trade deadline to break down. A lot of big name receivers moving places. What does that mean for their new teams? What does that mean for the teams they left behind? We're going to break down all of that right now. Run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hola, 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 todos, y feliz Dia de, la, de los Muertos. Bienvenidos a Run Up the Score. Yo soy Donald, y Scott, hey. y Tom. Hola, todos. <laughs> nice job. Whoa. How's everybody doing? Am I missing something? He's saying the, the day of the dead. Oh. It's the day of the dead. Right. You I'm going to go ahead and school? call it uh, Lil Peep's birthday. Yes. Oh, okay. Another one. So happy birthday, Lil Peep. Happy Halloween to you, Tom. And to you. Excellent costume. Thank you. That was real. And excellent makeup on my costume. <laughs> that was awesome. Which was not, well, yeah. It is now. It's still on my face. My if students I, are it, looking at me very weird. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who David Bowie is, and that's probably a good thing. They might know who Lil Peep is, though. I hope not. Better chance they know <laughs> Pete really than Bowie, not. and that's uh, yeah. that's good. And that's where yeah, we're at. It's good. <laughs> Speaking of where we're at, the trade deadline has come and gone. We were just having a, a discussion. A lot of think pieces going around about how the trade deadline in the NFL has actually meant something over the last three years. Um, there was also a great think piece about Lil Peep that's, that <laughs> came out today as well. Um, happy birthday, Lil Peep. But, um, but the trade deadline has come and gone. I mean, it's not even just what happened on Tuesday. There's, there were a lot of moves made during the week last week. Uh, we talked already about a lot of those, especially the Amari Cooper trade. But, uh, but for this week, we've got uh, a lot of different stuff going on. Our loser of the week, Ty Montgomery, gets shipped to Baltimore for a seventh-round pick. Um, probably a good thing. So Ty Montgomery fumbles once, and he gets traded. Mason Crosby goes out there and misses five field goals. And gets no punishment. But did they specifically tell Mason Crosby to do something and he chose not to do it because he didn't think he was getting the ball enough? Because that's what happened. I guess not. But Mason Crosby deserves to... He doesn't deserve anything. That no. Kickers right. don't deserve what anything. What I'm saying is Ty Montgomery literally got like death threats. That was bad. That yeah. part of it was really bad. Yeah. That was just an ugly situation. They were going to lose. They needed to end. Maybe. Probably. Crosby would have missed probably. Guy sucks this year. <laughs> he yeah. So if Crosby misses that kick, does he get cut? No, probably not. Right? Maybe. I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> that for fantasy makes it a little bit better for Aaron Jones. Yes. Uh, Jamal Williams. I think Aaron Jones wins out here as the traditional runner. He's been Jamal winning Williams. since he came back. Yeah, yeah. But Jamal Williams will actually also uh, see a little bit of an improvement because he doesn't have to compete for those receptions against Ty Montgomery. It's an it's an even split now, right? Exactly. It's a clearer situation. As for nice. the Ravens, I think this is doom for Buck Allen. It makes it bad. No uh, way. They use Buck Allen like <laughs> as their red zone back. Yeah, I feel like he's not going anywhere. They also know. use Alex Collins as a red zone back. It, it, those stats are a little blown out of proportion, but they do use him in the red zone. Yeah. Um, I think you're you're not going to want to use Buck Allen though. No. You're you're hoping for a one yard plunge, and you're competing against. Alex Collins for that one yard plunge. Right. Not that you at this point, if you're on a great team relying on the Baltimore Ravens backfield, um, there's be- there's greener pastures out yeah, there. Yeah, for no, sure, for sure. 
For sure. Uh, next up, we had Demarius Thomas going for a uh, Demarius Thomas and a seventh rounder going to the Texans for a fourth and a seventh round pick. Right. Um, first of all, one of the more unique trades ever in NFL history. Immediate revenge. It's game. an immediate revenge game. The quickest turnaround for a revenge game in NFL history. He doesn't have to leave Denver. No, no. he didn't have to leave Denver. Just catch up team. with the team. Yeah. Uh, got to say an elongated series of goodbyes to his Broncos teammates, which I don't know if you guys saw, but the social media outpouring from current Broncos and former Broncos were all just I mean, unbelievably this was his in ninth favor of season. DC. Yeah, it's been there and, for a long time. And he he balled out with everybody. He was there for Cutler. He was there for Tebow, Kyle Orton. You know, the the lean Peyton years, the great Peyton years, Brock Osweiler, whatever they did last year and whatever was going on this year. At Peyton's peak. He had was a great like career. His peak. He too, was the number and, one wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, man. And the he number was, one quarterback. Yeah, he was he was unreal. It was awesome. But he goes to the Texans now to help kind of, I guess, replace Will Fuller. Doesn't quite do the things that Will Fuller no, does. But yeah. I wouldn't say I really even like, that. I would say Kiki Kuti is uh, cutie. The, Cutie, but I like to just say it the way yeah. I say it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, Tyrod. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like this move because what have the Texans been trying to do more recently? Get the ball on design bootlegs or rollouts or get the ball out of Deshaun Watson's hands in the pass game. What does Demarius Thomas do better than anybody else? Running after the catch on a screen. So I think I can see a lot of this going his way. I think this does help take a lot of or a little bit of, deten- of attention off of DeAndre Hopkins. So DeAndre Hopkins won't be in detention against the league's top corners as often because I think Demarius Thomas can really be a factor here. Um, I want to see it first. I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to roll him out um, against his old buddies this week, but he's a guy that I'm looking for, especially because he could end up being a guy who's been dropped already. I think in big games he looks like a uh, Kenny Galladay kind of. Yeah. Whereas. Kiki will be a little bit more like Golden Tate, who we'll get to shortly. Yeah. And uh, we'll have your Marvin Jones be your DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I And agree I'm talking about vintage Marvin Jones because yes. to compare them right now would not be the most fair thing. The Marvin Jones we got a glimpse at last week. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, we should uh, maybe yeah, use let's, that. Let's segue. Let's use yeah. it. Um, use it. Golden use it. Tate to the Eagles. Uh, Eagles just kind of knew that they weren't going to be able to keep Golden Tate. They sent a third-round pick this year to the uh, to the Lions for the Eagles to get him. Eagles clearly gearing up because they feel like they're getting back to that Eagles Super Bowl making form. that midseason move again. You they know? love they're, making moves. They're trying for it again. I respect it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have to be excited if you have Golden Tate. I mean, he's just a baller. Yeah. And I think he can get it done with anyone. Obviously, I think. You know his his ceiling was probably a lot higher with the Lions, but I think he'll do fine here. What's nice is he has the bye week, so you have no pressure to make a tough yeah. decision of playing him. You can get the week off, and then he gets a little bit more acclimated with the team, and you can start him next week. Which is unfortunate though, because this will be his second bye week of the season. The Lions had already had theirs. Yeah, that's uh, that is good for his health though. He does get another week of rest, yeah. and he's going to be Hopefully ready to go have, with his uh, new team. Good record if you own him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, he, and there's a chance that you do because he's been playing well. He yeah. definitely uh, replaces Jordan Matthews. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's hoc. it for him. So, uh, Jordan Matthews not totaling a bunch of uh, targets. Yeah, targets, but he's been targeted in four straight games. Uh, well, actually, four. Then he had zero, but then he had four targets versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he's scored some touchdowns here. So, 
it's not a position in the offense that's devoid of value. And right. I no. think you see him in the slot and even out wide more often than he was on the Lions because Nelson Aguilar is so successful in the slot. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those two work together. Yeah, They're going to sure. duke some slot stuff out. Yeah, But um, I think Golden Tate is the obvious choice to go out wide when the sets call for it. Yeah. And I just hope that he sees a large, large snap share. Yeah. And yeah. I, that'll be interesting to see if uh, if Aguilar's snaps go down and because of Tate as well. Right. I think it could hurt Goddard as well as a receiving yeah. option. Because I mean, he he's only getting like two targets a game. I don't know how much. He scores touchdowns, though. Yeah, but I mean, red zone, a lot yeah. of other things. Two targets a game is it sounds like nothing, but as if you add it on to it's another, pretty close to nothing. Well, I mean, okay, so if you <laughs> take all of uh, Jordan Matthews and Dallas Goddard and a little bit of uh, Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar, you create six to seven targets a game, yeah, which is enough. Uh, and that's yep. certainly what Golden Tate should command anyway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So at a minimum, I think that's what you'll get, and I just hope that he's out there as an every snap kind of guy yeah. within one to two weeks. And I think for the Lions, this is huge for Marvin Jones. Oh, yeah. And Kenny Galladay. Yeah. I mean, um, they were already guys, awesome. They were already awesome, and they're going to be even better. Uh, sneaky guy, I'll bring up in the plum picks. I, didn't, I shouldn't spoil it. I think I know who you're going to say. Yeah, you've seen the Google Doc. <laughs> Good point. Um, for uh, for the, both of these trades, I think I, think I might just know. Yeah. <laughs> to go back to uh, Cortland you've Sutton, I think, is going to be a benefit uh, as well from the Demarius Thomas trade. Absolutely. Also, we a guy really... we told you to roster we ahead did. of this because yes. Demarius Thomas yeah. was... Uh, I believe I said by the time you hear this, Demarius Thomas might be traded. Yeah, we were close. Demarius we were about Thomas twelve hours away. Had his bags packed. Yeah, oh, I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, but he didn't have to move him anywhere. No. At least not for a week. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Now he just gets an extra week to look at real estate. He's pissed that he. He's living out of a suitcase. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk quickly about the guys who didn't get traded. Um, and what it might mean for them. The bogus report that the Broncos were thinking about dealing Emmanuel Sanders. He doesn't go anywhere. Good. He's locked in yeah. as your wide receiver one where you have him. Um, that's not going to change. Better now. Yeah, I like. I think he actually starts to get the uh, you know the locked in ten targets because DT was getting ten targets a week and and yeah. Manny Sanders hasn't been. That's no. why Sutton. I don't will think be it's valuable. just going to shift right to Sutton. Like Sutton that. is going to get a lot of targets, but Emmanuel Sanders has the rapport. He's in the slot. He can escape yeah. banner coverage. Yeah. I mean, he can do so many things. They give him rushing attempts. He's going to touch the ball more times. It's yeah. going to be – I don't want to say this like going too crazy and gush for Emmanuel Sanders, but, I mean, he deserves it this year. Yeah. I think that you'll almost see glimpses of what Tyreek Hill gets because they won't have this like amazing, amazing quintessential wide receiver one. They'll have to do it in their own way. So they got to do it in their own way. They got to get yeah. creative. They got to give this guy more touches because if they're going to win have games. Have him toss a couple more passes maybe. Maybe, man, maybe. <laughs> Definitely think, more carries because those are fun I too. I think you will see some more carries. I think you'll see a lot of interesting stuff with Emmanuel Sanders. And it's obvious that they're okay with that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, Amir Abdullah doesn't go anywhere. Uh, Sucks. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. I would have loved to see him go somewhere. Yeah. You um, know they took calls. They, they had, should have. To have. I'd be shocked if they didn't. And, of course, our pal, Le'Veon Bell, did not sign his franchise tender, so therefore he wasn't under contract, and therefore the Steelers could not trade him anywhere. Thus, he forced their hand. We still don't know what's going on, but it's Wednesday. He hasn't shown up. 
they're going with James Conner well, for another week. Back. He's not coming back this week. No. This is crazy this now. Is it's either week 10 or never. It's is, next week or never. Is what I have been led to believe by the NFL. I was but, about to break it down singing All or Nothing by O-Town. Oh. But I, I, I'm not going to. Oh, great. That's good to hear. <laughs> the fans can listen to, to it hear. after. O-Town does a much but, better you know, job of it than I do. We got Conner for another week. So, yeah. you know, we live it and we uh, rejoice in his greatness. Ride with us. How do you bench someone who has 200 yards and two touchdowns? Well, I have to ask I Bill Belichick yeah. how he did it to Jonas Gray. How many weeks in a row is that? Well, thought? James Conner ain't showing up late to practice. Bill had someone sneak into Jonas Gray's bedroom, unplug the alarm clock, yes. and make him show up late for practice. Just After him. he had the best night's sleep of his life. Yes. Everything is great. I'm the best running back on the Patriots. My life is going to change. My yes. legs aren't even that sore. Yank How many weeks is it, Scott? We're in week nine, so nine weeks in a row. We've mentioned the Jonas Gray game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going off of complete assumption, but I think I'm right. That's got to be the wildest thing ever, though, in fantasy. It's what are the, it is. I'll never forget it. Doug, Bald, Doug Martin's healthy scratch week 16 at, and the 4 o'clock window is, is the only other thing that comes to mind that's somewhat as crazy yeah but it's crazy for a different reason yeah so but anyway um we'll move on now time to shut some people down shut it down and obviously we're shutting down golden tape because he's on his bye now but uh we've also got some guys who are in some tough matchups this week so scott we start with you and, and we so start the quarterback position bye weeks yeah you know, there's so many teams on bye, and they're good fantasy teams so this is a tough week out yeah. there i've been looking at some of my lineups and man like Joe Mixon, David Johnson, Tyler Boyd all on the same team. It's, Andrew Luck. Yeah, it's just brutal out there. But I'm shutting down Big Ben. Uh, he has played against Baltimore 11 times at Baltimore in his career. He has only three wins there. And he's only thrown two touchdowns in two of those games. Every other one he has been less than two touchdowns. And, you know, we've been saying it all year about the Ravens' defense. They're awesome. They're only allowing 196 pass yards per game. And they obviously have Big Ben's number. Big Ben's not great on the road. Although he's been okay on the road this year, I would not trust him going into Baltimore because that's his, uh, you know, that's his toughest uh, That's his toughest place to go play. And uh, Tom's, mentioning, uh, Tom's pointing to me about uh, a certain finger problem that Big Ben might have. He fractured a finger on his non-throwing hand, which, you know, I think he'll be able to. Yeah, I think he'll be able to uh, (laughs) sustain. You know, get through the game, but he could struggle because of it for sure. So you know, just another reason to bench him and go ahead and start. Go pick up, pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick. Give him another shot. Just pile it on where you got it. You know, he's got a broken finger. Oh, you can't start him. Yeah, it's a perfect reason to just write him off. And give the ball to James Conner as often as he can take (laughs) in that body of his. That's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, Ben, this game is always, always sloppy, and it seems like the only person in this rivalry for the last few years who's consistently done what they've been expected to do is Antonio Brown. And, of course, we beat this drum all the time. You can shut down a quarterback and still have faith in the wide receiver. You're right. not benching Le'Veon Bell, but it's not a good Ben week, and I completely agree. I'm staying You're in not that- benching Antonio Brown. No, never. You're benching Le'Veon Bell. Did I say Bell? Oh, I meant, uh, yeah, thank <laughs> You're you. You're definitely benching Le'Veon yeah. Bell. I apologize. Baker Mayfield is my shutdown quarterback. He plays the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not going to have an issue with this Browns defense. Tyreek Hill, full participant in practice today. That's actually affected a lot of our takes going into the today. Um, with that Chiefs game, I think this is just a game that the Chiefs know that they need to win. They're going to be focused. They're going to be ready to go. 
And they they just fired their head coach and offensive coordinator and replaced yeah. them with like two defensive minded with guys. A couple of dudes. Yeah. So what's up, my dudes? I think I think it'll be <laughs> I think it'll be tough. Uh, Replace them with Coach Steve. Yeah. I think that it's going to be which tough for me. Baker too. <laughs> my friend, Coach Steve, which is me. No, they got uh, Bounty Gate himself. Greg Williams is their interim head coach. Right. Should be fine. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I think Baker Mayfield should be good this week. I don't know. Like I just feel it's like gonna have to throw a lot. If why. it gets into a track meet, I feel like that it could be troubling for a rookie quarterback because if the Chiefs feel like they have something, their defense is playing better. Yeah, as for well. Sure. We should mention that. But like I just, I'm not sure that I want Baker Mayfield in a shootout with his first game with a new head coach and a new offensive coordinator. You know, it just, it just kind of is. It seems like a murky situation for him, and I'm, I'm staying away from him in my daily lineups uh, where I'm looking uh, for that. Tom. You've got a guy that we have just piled on this year, and he deserves it. Yeah, uh, this is Marcus Mariota. I mentioned this in the recap after the last game he played. He had his bye week last week, but Marcus Mariota has thrown one touchdown pass in the last 12 quarters that Yuck. he has played. You cannot start this man. Cowboys defense at home also coming off their bye. I think the advantage goes to the Cowboys defense on this one. They've been really good. Um, they I think just, I bench him even in a two-quarterback league. <laughs> the, yeah. the Cowboys are not letting up a lot of points. The last game they played was versus the Jags, where they that game hit the over, but uh, not because of the way that you'd think. No, yeah, no, so, no, no. Uh, I wouldn't touch Marcus Mariota with a 10-foot pole this week. Don't get cute. The only way he can bail you out was with a rushing touchdown, and if you look at any of his good performances this year, that's the only way he's bailed himself out through the stuff on his legs, but that is not something you can count on versus this defense. No. Good yeah, middle linebacking uh, always has and uh, always has had good. I thought he would be a core. much more consistent runner in his career. And really, he really hasn't been that much of a running quarterback. It's no. always changed because they keep changing, like who calls the plays and how they want to do it. Exotic yeah. smash mouth, this, that, the other thing he gets designed to run calls in like stringy segments, right? Because right. it's like, oh, he's a good runner. We need to have him run more. So then it happens, and then they go away from it. Yep. The team yep. is bad right now. It's just not something. This game could be um, also just a complete dud. Yeah. And it's one of the ones you want to stay with, away from in fantasy. Yeah. So for me, I'm not saying I – I love Baker Mayfield. He's not a plum pick of mine or anything, but I expect that game to have so many more points on the board right. than Fair one enough. like this. If I had yeah. to choose, you'd you know, if there's not Baker a lot left, him. I'd risk it with Baker. I'd risk it with some of these plum pick guys yeah. we'll get to soon. Okay. Uh, Scott, we'll go to running back with you. I'm going with one of my boys. Tevin. Yeah, this hurts. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Because, you know, even even if you're one of my boys, I will be willing to admit when you have a tough matchup. Deshaun Watson. And he's playing against, yeah, he burned me back. Wow. So Tevin Coleman's probably going to rip off a couple of tuds this week. But uh, the Redskins' defense has been awesome, allowing only 3.8 yards per carry. Saquon's lowest score of the only season was last week. rushing yards Zeke's per game. Zeke's lowest score of the season. Versus right. Three weeks in a row, they've held running backs out of the end zone. Those three running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, Saquon Barkley. That should be enough right there. They they have not allowed a receiving touchdown to a running back all season, which is pretty impressive. And think about the point. Think and think about the running backs they've played against. Yeah, Kamara, McCaffrey. They've gone Barkley. they've gone through the gauntlet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they've they come really out clean have. on the other side. So and the stats, you know, the stats, like you said, the stats have come through clean on the other side. You can't really trust a running back against no. them. And Tevin Coleman. 
really hasn't had a, a great season in terms of yards per carry. He's had one game with 100 total yards, and Devontae Freeman has played, what, one game? Yeah. You know, I expected him to be eating up yards with Freeman out there. Right. Freeman out, and it's just not the case. Edo no. Smith is in a dead split with him, including the goal line. So, you know, you're playing this coin flip game in a defense that's just too good. That's spooky. Yeah. Was going to mention that if you didn't, you nailed it. There's yeah. nothing left for me to say. I was actually going to shut him down until I looked at the Google Doc myself. <laughs> yeah, well, what was it, last week when you beat everyone to the doc? I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't yeah. let you have that again. No. Uh, Tom, we'll go to you. Uh, another committee guy um, for the Lions. They don't yeah. trade Amir Abdullah, and now Theo Riddick back at practice, so that all spells bad for... <laughs> Yeah, carry on Johnson. Yeah, uh, Theo Riddick on, back in practice was going to be uh, the big bombshell here, so thanks for ruining the reveal. But uh, this is a Minnesota. Bruce Willis was dead at the end of Sixth Sense too, since I'm in a spoiler mood. This is a Minnesota defense that is really tough on the traditional runner, which he will become more of once again right. now that Theo Riddick is out there. They haven't shown an obvious commitment to him, despite the fact that he's been the best runner. There's still yeah. your uh, Legarrette Blunt out there, and when Theo Riddick is healthy he's been out there i expect him to play this week and when he's playing i expect him to eat up the targets so in your ppr formats yeah. that hurts carry on and the matchup hurts carry on in general the tough thing about carry on here is i know i can get totally burned on this because i think he's a good player oh, yeah. uh, but the rest of his schedule is also really hard there's a lot of people who really really want him and i'm not saying to trade him but i'm saying if people are going to give you i would not be looking to trade for i'm him just saying at all. if you look at his schedule it's really really it's tough and if people will give you this king's ransom right now i'm talking about Get rid like, of him you're saying yeah yeah yes. i agree with you because he's vultured in every way that a running back can be vultured by guys who are awesome at the specific thing they're vulturing him for. Yeah. LeGarrette Blunt is one of the best goal line running backs in Ever. league history. Yeah. And Theo Riddick is one of the best receiving backs in league history. This guy is just getting handcuffed on every play, it seems yeah. like. He's stuck between a rock and a hard place. It's right? crazy. So, and I know he's really good. And I know everyone else does too. I know. But that's, it's that's, like, that's why it's yeah. so hard to say this because I know I can get killed over it. But. His matchups are not good going down the stretch. If these other guys remain healthy, his chances of scoring high fantasy points is limited to him busting out big plays right. or being the lucky guy in the end zone. And I think you can find more consistent talent there. And right now, coming off this huge hype that he has, I'm talking redraft, obviously, Dynasty, you keep right. this guy forever. But um, people are really willing to give up a lot for carry on right now. And I, I felt that way much. until like, cause the trade deadlines are coming up yeah. and I'm looking, I'm like, all right, where can I get carry on? Let me just try to send some offers. And I'm realizing that I'm sending so much for a guy who's capped and his who plays first and second down between the twenties. And that's it. And his <laughs> yeah. schedule's not that good. Yeah. So, um, I just want to send out the, uh, the warning shot. I'm not saying fire sale him. Like he's yeah. useful. But, sure, but you can useful. get good value from him, no doubt. Yes, people yeah. are offering a lot for Carry On Johnson right now, yeah. and I think if you get that awesome offer, you'd be smarter to take it than leave it. Yeah, I'm going with Buck Allen. He can now be vultured by not one, not two, but three different people. Alex Collins already getting goal line carries. Hold on, I think four. I think you know what I'm talking Who else? about. Lamar. Lamar was three. Who's four? Oh. <laughs> Ty Montgomery's two now. Okay, wait. Because <laughs> Ty Montgomery, he's been, he's been pretty well in the red zone in short yards for the Packers. He was notoriously always injured. Hasn't gotten hurt at all this season. They're, they're hoping that he can be a steady-handed guy. 
And of course, the number three was Lamar Jackson because he oh, already yeah. has a one yard rushing touchdown. Yeah. So if you want to throw flat, big, tall, dumb Joe Flacco in there, I won't. Who has a unibrow and Jeez, shouldn't be man. starting? Take it easy. Listen, if the Ravens aren't willing to Love figure this out, I'll do are. it for them. Super Bowl winning quarterback Joe Flacco, two time Super Bowl winning quarterback Eli Manning. Hey, well, you my know. shutdown wide receiver. Because I can't, I don't want to get tilted about Joe Flacco and ruin this whole episode again. He's my plump pick quarterback. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, though. I really do. The nature um, of the beast. My shutdown wide receiver is Stephon Diggs. He popped up with a rib injury that might be a surprise to some of you that he didn't participate in practice. But if you watched that fantastic game between the Vikings and the Saints on Sunday night, he was looking a little labored after every single catch he made after the second quarter. He's a tough guy. He got guy, his though. touchdown on their on the Vikings' first drive. Was not a huge factor that could have been why that lead or that lead from the Vikings went away and then they just Saints this is obviously like a daily fantasy shutdown I don't know if if I felt like I had a, a good matchup at receiver There's and I was so only, many and I buys only had start though you have to be so stacked to bench him. and if I was I'd bench him well I really it, would yeah I mean you'd have to be so stacked I'd throw Funches out there as my second receiver before Stefan Diggs this week okay. for sure I don't hate that I like Funches yeah I almost pulled it. I have a lineup. I have a lineup. Actually, a lineup that I'm playing against Don that has Greg Olson and Devin Funches both in it. There you go. I'm looking at our. Uh, oh, that's interesting. I'm looking at our wide receivers. There are def- there's definitely at least one I would play over Stephon Diggs. The other two are kind of like deep dives. But Mine's a deep dive. Yeah. yeah. My, Good. Mine is going to take some work. I think. <laughs> uh, Scott, we'll go to you. I'm shutting down Doug Baldwin. Uh, you know, this one hurts just as bad as Tevin Coleman, but. He only sees three targets last week and does nothing with them. Coming off the bye, we expected him to come back. You know, this is a full participant in practice now for weeks, and he's doing nothing. The Seahawks have found this new way to win football games where they are just pounding the rock with Chris Carson and Mike Davis. And, yes, it is annoying for us fantasy fans and us lovers of Doug Baldwin, but they're winning. They keep winning games doing this, so why would they stop? Right. No chance they stop this week against the Chargers defense that has Casey Hayward, who is a lockdown shadow corner who could cover anywhere. He can cover the slot. He oh, can cover the outside. And they have a really good defense on top of that. So I would not be excited for Doug Baldwin this week in the leagues I have him. I'm actually putting him on the pine. Stephon Diggs also probably going to get the Darius Slay treatment for the Vikings. Scott bringing up Xavier Rhodes reminded me of that. Sorry to interrupt. Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward, sorry. <laughs> I'm all over the place right Either now. Either way, um, you know, I'm scared with Doug Baldwin. I've got him all over the place. Yeah. He burnt me pretty bad last week. but All year. I'm willing to play him again this week. Uh, he, I get it. I mean, they're, the buys are so bad this week. He, I don't blame he, you for playing anyone. He did get a goal line target, basically. It was like a 10 zone target. Yeah. Uh, which can, you know, change the whole day if he reels that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not forgetting about the, the 90 yard performance, six catch or whatever it was. And Right. But that wasn't a great matchup. Like, this is not the matchup. For I just it. think no. there's there could be way more points on the board in this one. I think. I don't know. I just am so desperately clinging to the fact that him and Russell Wilson turn it on in the second half right, of the season, right. and I just want that to happen. And it's not out of want that that it needs to happen. It's that like there is evidence that it yeah. Happens. I mean, it's happened in the past before, but you know, to me, it's just like they're stylistically changing too much. Like they're they're going away from that offense where Doug was going crazy, and yeah. so. Maybe we have to lower our expectation of him in tough matchups. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But you go away from him because you don't have him. Right. Yeah. So 
We'll see. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I'm scared as all get out. If, yeah. there's, if there's nicer you know, plays to put in your lineup than Doug Baldwin, then go ahead and do that yeah. right. by all means. Yeah. Well, I'm still rooting for You him put him out there, you know you're, you're taking a risk. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's the game. That's the kind of lineup that he's in right now. Yeah. Uh, for tight ends, let's just get this out of the way. Plum picks and, and shutdowns for tight ends this week were tough because we really hate everybody. For you? I well, guess, yeah. Well, if you no, go through kidding. like the bye weeks, like... Like, I'm shutting down the, Kyle Rudolph just because we hate him. I've got some good ones, I think. I mean, like, Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle on bye. Uh, Evan Ingram on bye. Zach Ertz on bye. Uzama. Uzama on bye. You know, these are all guys that people have been re- relying on. No Uzama joke of the week this week in, in observance of his bye. Yeah, easily the worst week. Yeah. <laughs> easily the worst ruts week. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm shutting down Ben Watson. He didn't catch a single pass last week. Not um, good. If you're going to take chances, uh, don't take chances on guys who catch no passes. Take chances on guys who catch passes. He didn't even get a single target. <laughs> yeah, that's that's disgusting. Um, you know, but they but they got the Taysom Hill package and he did, out there. He did a lot. You know, so he got six God. catches and scored a touchdown. I think like two weeks before that. But you know, if you're getting a zero, I can't trust you. I'm no, sorry, that can't happen. No, not just, at all. I just can't do it. No, um, I I don't really feel like I need to expand more on the Kyle Rudolph shutdown. I just he's been bad. Know, he's been bad, and I like why would you put him out there? He actually had a decent looking week this last week. He did get a touchdown called back on a flag. Right. But that really is his only path to uh, fantasy glory. Yeah. Yeah. Is the, what, maybe three touchdowns he's going to catch this year? Yeah. I thought his touchdown total and target share was going to be a lot higher, but, you know, Adam Thielen happened and his targets just evaporated when when Adam Thielen just bossed out. And the, the, like, it, it does stink because we were pretty wrong on it. We were all pretty high on Kyle Rudolph going into this year. Yeah. We all had him outside of our top five for whatever that's worth. But, like, Kirk had been using the tight end before in his career. Yeah, it his just career. all seemed like it happened. It was going to do that. This was going to work. And then Adam Thielen happened. So, yeah. uh, Tom, your deep dive shutdown tight end. Well, please. I'm going to talk about uh, my shutdown wide receiver as well because – we didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. I forgot. These guys are on the same team, so it it's uh, they an are easy now. transition right, yeah. for me. That's Demarius Thomas against the Broncos. Um, I don't see him getting worked in immediately in this one, despite the fact we've covered he doesn't have to travel very far. Right. Or um, at all. Or at all. Maybe this a different is, hotel. This is still a really tough Broncos secondary, and they're averaging only one point one two touchdowns a game to the wide receiver position. And right now, that's a crapshoot in this offense with yeah. Kiki gonna be healthy right. more than likely for this game. Kiki, and they're not are letting up um, a ton of yards either. They're only if averaging, they're throwing one touchdown and it doesn't go to Hopkins, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, and they're only <laughs> averaging letting up about 150 yards to the wide receiver position, which is really really low Crazy. as yeah. far as uh, the position goes and defenses go in today's NFL. Right, right. and you know. No playbook knowledge, no rapport yet with the quarterback. I think this is uh, ultimately maybe a positive for his fantasy value, but it's one of those ones where I can see it going either way. And no Jordan Thomas for you? Well, and no Jordan Thomas for me this week because, not because the Broncos defense is so illustrious, (laughs) uh, but because Ryan Griffin 
is coming back oh, this week. Man. So he missed the last two weeks with an illness, and that's why uh, this guy was getting targeted at the wazoo. Yeah. Uh, before Ryan Griffin had left, he had actually had weeks with nine targets. So if, if you think you found like this sneaky new tight end to put on your roster and go play, it's really going to get tougher because the time has come. It's the time the, has come and passed for him. Yeah. So either that, right, or um, he has to go prove it this week. So it's not somebody that I'd be starting because of yeah. the huge looming thing that he's not really the starter and the starter's coming back. It remains to be seen if he's really proven his medal and they want to get him out there and give him solely the job. Right. But more likely is they give the job back to the original guy or it becomes a split, which should not interest you in tight endsville whatsoever. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Not at all. All right. Unless Let's it's Doyle see. and Ebron. You know, it seems like they yeah. might actually have a shot at sustaining. Well, the Colts is is such a funny team for that because they've always run two tight end sets to yeah. the point where people got so mad at them that they promised they wouldn't anymore, and yeah. then they do again. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> um, we'll go to our plum picks now. I can feel it down in my plums. Moving on to the positive side of things. Quarterbacks, of course, where we start. And Scott, one of your boys is up against the Falcons this week. Yeah, he's had a tough season, but like you said, he gets, you know, he gets just what the doctor ordered the Atlanta Falcons. It's Alex Smith. Um, you know, in in a huge bye week where you may have, like I said before, David Johnson, Joe Mixon or all, you know, these studs on bye and you're looking against your your opponent and there's he's got a bunch of guys on bye too. Maybe just a 15 point performance can get you the W. Well, sometimes it does. Here comes Mr. 15, Alex Smith, you know, <laughs> and he gets the matchup of all matchups that, you know, the one that we've been picking on all year. The the Falcons have just been getting torched just because they came out of their bye week. They're not getting any healthier. You know, this is this is a team that has their their secondary and, you know, their linebacking core, their coverage linebackers on season ending IR. So it's not going to get better. And they're a team that can be beat by everyone, by wide receivers, by running backs. I expect you know Chris Thompson to be a little healthier in this game. That should help Alex Smith out a lot in the passing game. Jordan Reed should have a big game in this one. And uh, you know Alex Smith is just like I said, he's a guy you can trust to get you at least fifteen, I think. And in this type of game script, he might be able to go off because of the amount of throw attempts and the matchup. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to go next. I mean, we we already mentioned it, so I'm gonna go. With you, Tom. Okay, cool. So the over-under for that game that Scott was talking about is 47 and a half. Would you believe me if I told you, and you probably would, that the Baltimore Ravens-Pittsburgh Steelers game has the same over-under? So in it's going to be bad that, for the podcast if you're lying to us on air. So I'm, I'm going to trust you. I'm going off the uh, the FanDuel sports betting app right now. Nice. and um, Gamble responsibly. Yeah, sure. This is sponsored by FanDuel. No. <laughs> uh, I wish. Uh, so yeah, like, no kidding. Send us some hats. <laughs> I have one. I know. Uh, anyway, so if you expect that game to have a lot of points, which I wholeheartedly do, then I also expect the same thing out of this one if yeah. it's going to be uh, near that same bet, right? Right. Uh, life's too short to bet the under. Oh, so yeah. I think in a rivalry game, in a game where they've played each other a million times, uh, you're going to see some points on the board. I think this is one of those games where I don't think Ben Roethlisberger has a great game. I completely agree with you on that. If I was first to the dock, I would have shut him down as well. <laughs> but um, I think there's going to be points on the board. There's no doubt about it. James right. Connors running like crazy, blah, 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 blah. Joe Flacco will have to do something to keep up. 
And I think that the deep ball against the Steelers is not the worst option in the world either, as well as them being pretty weak to tight end, yeah. despite what Njoku showed you last week. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two things that the, the Baltimore Ravens have in the passing attack. So I think Flacco remains a streamable option this week right. with so many people on by. Yeah. Um, I'm not jumping for joy to play this guy, but yeah. I absolutely would and am where I have to in a pinch. Yeah. I yeah. think he's a guy, given his numbers this season as well, I've read them out before where he's going over 20, over yep. 20. Um, he's a guy who deserves a little bit more respect this year. And I don't think he's an every week starter, but I think this is a week you can totally start him. I Definitely. agree with you for sure. He has good weapons too, John That's Brown. His, when he's healthy, his weapons are just panning out better than most expected. Yeah. John yeah. Brown's not missing any games. Willie Sneed's putting together good performances. They've got a bucket full of tight ends they can just pick and, and choose. And Crabtree still Crabtree doing his still thing. has yeah. legs. Those yeah. crab legs are uh, still kicking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going with Derek Carr. Uh, He's, he's coming off of the best game of his season. He's coming up against a defense who just let up the best game of Josh Rosen's young career. Yep. And with these Thursday night games, because they do, he does, Derek Carr does play tonight, it's very easy to keep whatever momentum you had from your last game rolling. Because okay. that's really all you have to base. You have three days of practice, basically. Probably two, because usually everybody gets Monday off. So Derek Carr coming off the best game of his career. Raiders are doing something very good with what they have. They play against a team that's going to be starting either their injured second-string quarterback or their third-string quarterback with zero career starts. Right. To me, that just screams the Oakland offense is going to have the ball a lot in this game, yep. which means that there's just going to be a big opportunity for fantasy points from Derek Carr on a Thursday night coming off his best game of the year when the Raiders could really use their second win of the season. Yeah. And I think that they go out, and I think that they get it, and I think that it's because Derek Carr is going to throw at least two touchdowns and for at least – 250 yards, which is exactly what Josh Rosen did to these 49ers last week. Yeah, I think Carr is kind of in this uh, this prove-it mode, you know, for yeah. the rest of his career. He kind of needs to show out right here for Gruden, or things could get dicey for him. You know, he's on one of those contracts that isn't super guaranteed, so, you know, he could be gone at the end of, yeah. you know, it, he could be gone a lot easier than you may think, right. so he needs to prove himself. He did a great job of doing that last week, and you know, unfortunately for him, this might not be a big garbage time game, which I think he will rack up points in. But in this setting where he has a good matchup, he's going to be able to exploit it. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. The three guys we brought up, I think, are three great options for this week with all the, uh, yeah. you know, the big quarterback. Because there's big quarterbacks on yeah. bye week this week, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And I think what you guys said about, you know, just having a guy who you can bank on getting you 15, that's what I'm thinking about with Derek Carr. I think that's his bare minimum. This week is he's gonna yeah. get you 15. He could really explode and get you up to 25. Maybe I mean I don't I don't want to say 30 because the last time we plum picked a quarterback and expected him to get 30 points, that quarterback ended up getting benched Ugh. before he got to 10. So we're not gonna keep it. And his backup got yeah. 20 in like a quarter yeah. and a half. Enough about that. <laughs> Tom, I'd like to get your yeah. running back for your plum pick is in, in this same game. in this same game, and I think this one makes a ton of sense. The only thing working against it is if this guy leaves with injury, but we know that he is apparently. Uh, not going to do that for us. Yeah, this no. is Matt Breida. They're going to tape him up. They're going to throw <laughs> oh him out there. They will have to go scrape his carcass off of the field. Here's the thing with Matt Breida. Um, even if he leaves this game, I think he turns in a really good fantasy performance. The Raiders have been getting annihilated by the run. Absolutely yeah. trashed. Um, you see last week Marlon Mack go absolutely wild. wild. The Seahawks, uh, the Chargers, 
the Browns, the Broncos, and the Rams have all gone over 150 yards all-purpose from the running back position against this team, most of them in the 200 range. The Colts, oh. 200 on the ground alone. Yeah. If you remember the Browns game, that's where Carlos Hyde scored, Nick Chubb scored. It went right. wild. Oh, Nick man. Chubb was breaking these huge runs. He's the reason that they – this game, this defense is the reason that Nick Chubb has yeah, the job to yeah. be yep. unto himself. You might be right. So um, Matt Breida probably only needs a quarter to put this together. <laughs> um, and and I'm serious because these guys are coming off a short week as well, and this guy's apparently indestructible. So I would start Matt Breida where I have him. I wouldn't be afraid of his health because the matchup is just too good. Yep. I do mention that. I mean, I did not mention one team that they faced, and it is a complete outlier. I don't know why this happened, but against the Dolphins, they just shut the running back down. <laughs> 11 <laughs> rushing attempts, 15 yards, and only 7 yards receiving. That's just unbelievable. <laughs> That's weird. They just blanked I'm, the running back. You got me rethinking every one of my teams. other week, they just got obliterated, and I'm willing to take those odds. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, like the Dolphins, like... We don't know what the Dolphins are doing. The Dolphins half the time don't. Brita right now is a frustrating, unsexy choice. Yeah. Um, but I, I think this is a matchup where on the other side of it their doesn't buy, matter. On the other side of the 49ers buy, Brita is going to be a guy that I'm going to really be looking at. I have week him, to week. I, I love him where yeah. I have him. Honestly, he's been the he's guy. Been great. He's been getting me by in Le'Veon Bell's absence. I owe him a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think this week, you know. I'm I'm repaying him by right. uh, touting his name for, right. for the masses. Yeah, because he's definitely been on the back burner yep. for a lot of people. Scott. And he hasn't been often pump picked. I'm no. not sure he has at all. So uh, I've shut him down a couple of times. I think <laughs> Scott, we'll go to you. I'm going with Latavius Murray. He has yeah. been so good, not in just fantasy, but in real life football purposes. Which you know we don't really care too much about normally, but when you're averaging 5.4 yards per carry and scoring three touchdowns in a three week span. That takes notice, you know, and Dalvin Cook is not coming back this week, it seems like. So this is going to be another week of the Latavius Murray show. Now you see that they're playing the Detroit Lions, who haven't allowed less than 21.9 full PPR points in any game this season to the running back position. This is a classic, you know, volume in the right matchup kind of thing that is just going to there's basically, I think, a, a clear path to 15 fantasy points in almost any format for Latavius Murray this week, especially if you're playing half PPR and full PPR. I'm rolling him out everywhere. That is music to my ears, Scotty. Thank you. I thought this was going to happen too. I'm just happy that I didn't have to be the one to try to say it because it's going to make me look like a homer because I'm rooting for my own teams. But Latavius Murray is in an unbelievably advantageous spot. And last week was really one that was supposed to run out for him against the Saints, who were 32nd against the run. He scores. He gives you a great day. He caught five passes last week. Yeah. That is big. His yeah. passing, uh, his pass-catching ability has always been a little bit underrated. No doubt. When he played with the Raiders, they had these other guys who were more scatbacks, and he just doesn't get credit for it because of his gigantic size, kind of like a Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook did practice today, limited. Right. Um, but I honestly still would start Latavius Murray where I have him, and I will because I do have him. Yeah. Uh, it's a bye week. 
kind of thing, but right also, the buy. but he, no, I mean, everyone else has, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, many. yeah, I know. Uh, so you can't turn away from a guy who's been this good. Yeah. And I think on the same side of that coin, the Vikings can't turn away from a guy no. who's been this good. We've seen Dalvin Cook return to the game and be a nothing burger in the yeah. offense. So I think Latavius Murray, uh, there's, there's no reason that he shouldn't have the job in a major way. Yeah. And even if he secedes and, some carries, to but Dalvin this has Cook. happened before where Dalvin cook was limited in practice all week and then still was inactive. Yep. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to bring so. it up. It's, it's something to monitor. Yeah, um, it's worth paying attention. It's to. like a tiebreaker thing, I guess, if you're choosing on who to start, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not fearful of Latavius Murray. Uh, only if I'm playing against right. him, am I fearful? All right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm actually going to continue the trend that Scott started running back. Who was a little disappointing, but has had some big weeks and, Especially in positive matchups, he's been bankable. It's Isaiah Crowell. Another week without Bilal Powell. Obviously, he's out for the rest of the year. Trenton Cannon did really not much to separate himself as a lead back for the Jets. I think Crowell gets the Dolphins this week, and I think he plays a lot better than he's been playing. This is a game that the Jets know that they have a good chance of winning if they play like it right. One. Brock Osweiler yeah. not playing. And I think Isaiah Crowell is in a really good spot. He might be available in some leagues. Brock Osweiler the- is playing. He's starting, yeah. 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 Oh, I thought you said he might. Be. I thought you might have said he's not. No, he's well. Brock Osweiler starting for the Dolphins. Gotcha. Let's yeah. make, let's cement that right now. Yeah. Um. And I think I think Isaiah Crowell. He's the key to the Jets controlling the clock, controlling the ball, and potentially controlling this game for a win. Yeah. And I think they know that. I hope and I think you're right. Let's go him. Jets, baby. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I think he's going to be great this week. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because you know. Like we've been saying, too, because of all the bye weeks, why not take a shot on Isaiah Crowell who can hit for 200 yards and a touchdown or two, you know? When he hits, he hits a home run, a grand slam, if you will. Yes. So why not take that shot? Congrats to the Red Sox. (laughs) Last time we were here, they were – actually, they were – no, whatever. Either way, um, (laughs) we'll go to receiver, Scotty. It's time to free the man. Yeah, I mean, man catch Marvin is back, and I think that he is the best beneficiary of Golden Tate leaving. I understand that the targets might not be the same. You know, they might not be the same type of target as as Tate would receive, but I think that they will just kind of shift the offense around to give this guy more looks. They restructured his deal uh, right after they traded Golden Tate as well to try and, you know, give him that, that feel good that he'll be around for a while. And if you get, you know, if this guy gets steady targets, he can do, you know, incredible things. You know who you can ask? Xavier Rhodes, oh, who baby. he beat like a drum last year for 100 yards. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So, you know, and another thing I was thinking, too, is. The grandest stage of them all. You know, Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay is having a better season yes. than Marvin Jones. That is correct. Maybe Xavier Rhodes covers Kenny Galladay Ooh. in this game. And if that happens, Marvin Jones is going to go off. Yes. Because, you know, I think that the Vikings defense, yes, their pass defense has been good, but I also think that they really haven't played that many good uh, offenses. And when they have, they've gotten burned. You can ask the Rams. So I think this is a classic case of, you know, you just haven't played the Lions yet. And Marvin Jones goes out there and shows out for you. I love it. I'm ready. I love it. I'm, I'm ready for it, too. Uh, Tom, we'll go to you. Oh, that's what I'm ready for. And my plum pick is a guy you may not even know. His name's TJ Jones. Okay. He's Same been, team. He's been on the Lions for four 
long years, stuck behind a stud called Golden Tate. You may have heard of him. And you may have seen TJ Jones score touchdowns and be annoying and do all these things intermittently throughout these four years because he's not one of those three guys in the rotation. With the departure of Golden Tate, this guy has been there for four years, like I said. He's been there as long as a presidential term. (laughs) And he's coming in. He knows the position. He knows every play. They're not going to miss a beat. They're going to put him in as Golden Tate. Will that last forever? I don't know. But it will last for this week. And you talk about Xavier Rhodes. He's not going to be on TJ Jones. You talk about slots of uh, slot corners or slot receivers <laughs> avoiding banner coverage. Right. Uh, TJ Jones is the benefactor. No and doubt. on DraftKings, can I sell you for this guy at the cool, cool price of $3,000? Why not? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That, catches, it doesn't get catches. cheaper than no, that. No. No. Um, do you guys think that the NFL DraftKings slash Vandal will adopt the NBA style of dropping your lowest score ever? Um, Sorry for the random thought. I don't think so because it's Every so obvious so regimented. when people are going to be out in the NFL. Okay. The rulings are made before the games start, like, and it's pretty obvious, whereas in the NBA, sometimes guys are guys warm up with the team. They have their warm-ups on, on the bench, and they yeah. just don't play. Okay. So that's that's kind of why they do that oh, okay. in, in FanDuel. And it's Thank a little more even-handed, yeah. though, too. Yeah. Like, okay. I could just pick the lowest, crappiest tight end of all time. And I and the best tight end of the week might only have eleven points, yeah. and then I only miss right. out on eleven points. Yeah, right. maximum. Yep. My plum pick is Amari Cooper, and, and it's, it's all plums. And it's not a raspberry pick. It's not a blueberry pick. It's a plum pick. <laughs> I got nothing to go off of. He hasn't played it down for the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> but you are hurting for bye weeks. You are just ready to give up on this guy. You tried to trade him and you couldn't do it. The Raiders almost couldn't do it until Jerry Jones lost his mind and offered a first-round pick to the Raiders for him. Golden Tate went for what, a third? Golden Tate went for a third. third. Demarius for a fourth. I would have given a first for either of those two guys. Well, there's there's rumors that uh, there would have been more trades, but Amari Cooper's value in this trade ruined the market. I bet. I bet. Really? Way to go, Jerry. But either way. I'm I'm fearlessly rolling him out, knowing that it could easily blow up in my face. Are you actually rolling him out? Yes. Okay. Love yes, it. I am. You wouldn't lie to me. I would not. <laughs> for the sanctity, he plays of this the Titans, show. right? He does. I mean, they they've been getting. They're burned. not that great. They're you know, in disarray. You know, you're not getting the vote of confidence from me on Amari Cooper. Oh no. Never. I mean, I lean. I'm not expecting it either. I lean Cowboys in this one big time. Yeah. Which I would could agree mean with you on there. Amari Cooper day. I don't know. Tyrell Williams torched those guys. Just saying. That's a good point. That's a better point than everything you brought up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other part wasn't a point. It was just, this is what, it's in my heart. (laughs) Scott, tight end. I'm going with Chris Herndon. Another jet, two jets in the plump pigs. How about that? That's how you typed it into the doc. The Hern daddy has three straight games with a touchdown. And like I said before, the bye weeks are terrible. Ride this heater. Why not? Maybe he scores again. I think he has a great chance to do it against Miami, who we thought was going to be a terrible defense against a tight end. They started strong, but guess what? They're starting to lose it. Old habits die hard. They've allowed five touchdowns in the last three weeks. They've allowed four touchdowns in the last two weeks. Two of them to a guy named Michael Roberts. 
and two of them to a guy named Jordan Thomas. Ugh. This is these are just as random names as Chris Herndon. Why not just <laughs> slot him right in there for another two touchdowns? He has a great matchup, and the Jets' passing offense is just so depleted that he's going to see targets again, and he's killing it in the red zone. You know what will. I like about this one is that he, at, as long as like this has happened, his like heater yeah. has been the. Okay, it's it's got to be cursed time. Yes, and he's been better than cursed oh, the yeah. whole time. Yep, the whole time. So he's cursed. Yeah, four really? weeks. He is four <laughs> weeks in a row. He's going to be a waiver wire hero for us. I can tell already. I hope so, man. <laughs> uh, Tom, we'll go with you. I'm going Some with big time redemption in this uh, one. Njoku, and I think the end jokes on you if you buy nice. into the goose egg last week and yeah. you think that that's just. Uh, the new standard. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City, still the worst against the tight end. Yeah, they're and, bad. Uh, Baker Mayfield loves this guy. You talk about how they fire everyone in the offensive room. What do rookie quarterbacks do? What do nervous quarterbacks do? They check down to the tight end. Right. Yep. The tight end is their safety blanket. And Joku and Baker have a good relationship. You've seen it manifest on the field. Um, it would have manifested in a touchdown last week if he wasn't interfered with in the end zone. Right. I think there's going to be so many more points on the board this week. Like I said before, that this over this over under is 51. So Whoa. even more than the games we were talking about Browns before. Browns in a in a fifties yeah, over game. It's that's crazy. what I'm saying. That's why I'm not so afraid of uh, I'm not so afraid of Baker, but I'm definitely, definitely, definitely not afraid of Njoku. Yep. Um, don't feel like you got burned. Go out there, start him ruthlessly again. It's an independent event. It this doesn't is, matter know, what happened. This last is the week. tight end position. Yep. Yes. You know, last year you were playing Jimmy Graham every single week when he was going two touchdowns, bagel, two touchdowns, <laughs> bagel. You know, you have to unfortunately ride the wave. And, and I think he's he worth bagels riding. way less than, you know, I don't think yeah, that's I, I really the norm. think it was a, a blip no. in the radar for I, him. I agree 100%. And I think that I, I wanted to say this so that people don't get nervous and right. him because everyone likes to look at what happened last week but there's a lot of other weeks that you can look at go over the gonna, last five weeks that are going to positively encourage yeah. you about njoku yep. yep and uh i think this is one of them as well yep um i'm going with greg olson this is a guy who i think you need to have yeah. in your daily lineup i know he's probably going to start but if you've got two tight ends because you were able to pick him up he's worth a flex absolutely exactly especially in ppr formats Dude plays Bucks. Looking healthy, too. At home. What more do you want? And this game looks- is going to be points, 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 points. What do the Bucks bring? Points. And they've got the beard back, baby. Yes. So the points are coming. Yeah. The point man cometh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Thank you. I It literally just popped in my head. All right. Slate time. Raiders Niners on Thursday night. I like Derek Carr in this game. Yeah. Bethard does seem like he's going to start according to the 49ers beat reporters. Yeah. Um, if not, it's Mullins, and that's not good for the If Niners. Bethard plays, I kind of like Marquise Goodwin. Yeah. He has a good matchup in this one, even yep. though T.Y. kind of got shut down last week against the Raiders. I think he could have a nice week. Yeah. Um, I'm starting the Raiders defense in one league. That's this week. fine. It's not impossible. I think also if uh, Mullins plays, you can do a last-minute pivot in your survivor pools and take the Raiders yeah. where you'll never, ever, ever, ever have to again. Yeah, yeah I mean, or not have to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one, the one chance. Unfortunately, Would the you guys play... won't let you pick the Thursday game, so I can't do it. Oh, got you. So Would you guys play Doug Martin or Jalen Richard? Neither. Doug Martin. I'd rather, I, I don't know. Well, if you think the Raiders will win. That's Doug. Do you, the San Francisco 49ers have been traditionally just so bad against the I thought so both looked pretty run. good, actually. Yeah. Both looked pretty good, but Doug Martin really got more opportunity. Jalen Richard 
almost didn't even experience a big uptick. Yeah, it was kind of just it was almost business, business as, usual. as usual for him. Yeah, uh, but he had been good, right. so it's not like he's a bad play or a bad player but i think doug martin is still trying to be their featured guy in, right. this, in this other matchup that i had brought up before when i mentioned why i would like to add him is that doug martin's had some pretty good matchups in this interim where right. you yeah. might have a lot of buys yeah. yeah bears bills this is uh this is probably gonna be a popular survivor game um bears offense has been looking good bills deep bills offense we don't know who's starting. They signed Matt Barkley today. Nathan yeah. Peterman should um, start. Yeah, so yeah, Peterman's going to start, and uh, Anderson seems like he has a concussion, so he's probably not going to play this week. That's why they had to go pick up yeah. Barkley, who has not played in a game since 2016. Yeah. So it's ugly over there. I mean, if you if you had the Bears defense, luckily, you know you probably rostered them the whole year. This is just yep. a really nice treat in the middle of the season yeah, to get them for sure. For but, sure, uh, could be a week winner. You know, I, I would I, obviously I wouldn't be scared of like the the Bears skill position guys. I'd even try try like Robinson. Actually, he probably he's looking like he is either questionable or doubtful to play. He's dealing with Again, a groin injury, huh? which would mean an uptick for Taylor Gabriel yeah. and Trey Burton, and of course. Our precious child, Tariq Cohen. Yeah, Cohen has just been lights yeah. out. I mean, he, you're going to start him anyway, but yeah. if Robinson's Alan out. Alan Robinson did not practice today. Yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. So maybe even uh, Miller as well could have. Yeah. Would you week. take the deepest of all deep shots on newly signed Terrell Pryor of the Buffalo Bills? It's too deep. How, is he $3,000 on DraftKings? Yeah, I will check. If he was on like... Has if, he ever played with Nathan Peterman If he before? got signed to like New Orleans, maybe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> not, what if he takes some snaps at quarterback? Did you see how they oh. were playing flag football to open What's up the, the game? What's the status of, uh, that's, of his uh, groin injury, though? Groin's good to go. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you for the accurate reporting, Tom. He's fine. Bucks, Panthers, points, 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 points. I mentioned that I really like Devin Funches in this game. Terrell Pryor is not even in DraftKings because he was a free agent. Uh, so yeah, he so might you, be someone that they add to the contest. They might send you like an email and say, such and such has been added to the contest. So he won't be like $3,000. Yeah. They'll almost price him uh, uh, according to his signing this week. Yeah. So he'll actually probably be more expensive than TJ Jones. Weird. Yeah. So play TJ Jones instead. Yeah. Yep. For um, sure. I believe he is in FanDuel though. Okay. For the Bucks, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick starting. There's been a lot of reporting going on that like there's really no need for the Bucks to start Jameis for the rest of the year, and actually yeah, so, it's beneficial if they don't. So they've already paid him all his guaranteed money by the end of this season. They will be paid up to guaranteed money for Jameis Winston. They can cut him by the end of this year. So there is literally no reason. And the interesting thing is, is they're actually right in the thick of the playoff hunt. And who's giving you the best chance to win games right now? Well, it's not the guy who has 11 turnovers in 13 quarters. Yeah, I mean, Jameis has just been god-awful and yeah. fits, you know, had three straight 400-yard games, so here comes the beard ready to sling again. And was halfway to his fourth. You know, uh, I like all the receivers for them. Obviously, they've been so good. O.J. Howard has been so good. And uh, and like you said, for the Panthers, just load everybody Tom, up. is this their floodgate game for giving up deep touchdowns for the Panthers? I can only hope so. Um, I would lean Deshaun Jackson over Chris Godwin with uh, – Fitzpatrick at the helm. Yeah. And don't forget about DJ Moore in this one. I really like him as a deep play. I love um, him for a DFS play this yeah, week. I, I think, think I, I'll have him in for I sure. I think he's got a great chance of uh I think he might have reservations for six. Ooh. Yeah. I think, I think Funches and Olsen have reservations for six. Yeah, that's what I, that's but the it only, sounds like a good cam. It's getting to be a crowded table. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, dude, when you play the Bucks, there's plenty of tuds to go around. You're only at three right now. I think <laughs> I, I think Cam is They're a, gonna score five. At least. I think Cam is probably my number one quarterback of the week yeah i like that yeah. a lot 
Better than Mahomes? Because that's our next game. Chiefs Browns. I, I think so. Because this might be a runaway and hide game for the Chiefs. So this they're gonna the over under for this one, uh, uh, Packers or Packers Chiefs Panthers. Browns. No, no, no. That one's fifty one. Like I said, right. This one is, I believe, fifty four. Okay. What's this one? The one we were just uh, oh, okay. fifty four and a half Bucks Panthers. Yeah, yeah. That one's gonna be a yeah. shootout, and I think this one could be too. And even if not, you know, even if the Chiefs get out to some silly big lead, Baker can kind of claw back and, and save you your fantasy day. So, you know, it's very possible. Got to pay attention to Tyreek Hill's status. Um, Full practice today. Yeah. So it seems like he's going to be good to go. I mean, if, he plays. You got to play him. If right? for any, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. You never sit Tyreek Hill. Um, but if he were to not play, I think I would be, you know, very hyped on Sammy Watkins or even Chris Conley as okay. a kind of deep play. But like Tom said, it's looking pretty likely uh, he's going to give it a go. And the Browns have been beat deep for what it's worth, so it's a dangerous combination of Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill today. The Brown, or you know, upcoming. Right. Uh, the Browns have been historically bad against the tight end. They've kind of tightened up against it this year, but Travis Kelsey should do a lot yeah. to uh, hurt them. As for well. sure, he's a different breed. I, I mean, you're starting all your relevant Chiefs every week, so it's, we should just almost skip it. I think Nick Chubb is a worthy, worthy, worthy start. This week versus uh, Kansas City defense, yeah. which is pretty maybe vulnerable. Duke Johnson in desperation yeah. catching He's little dump down passes. Won't give him the ball. Yeah, I couldn't in good conscience start him. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I could either. Reasonable. Jets Dolphins. Uh, I like this game for Isaiah Crowell. Brock Osweiler starts for the Dolphins. Um, looks like Devontae Parker might actually get to play again in this one. We're not really sure what's going on with Kenny Stills. So yeah, Kenny this Stills is looking be an like a no game. go. But uh, Morris Claiborne should be on Devontae Parker, so I wouldn't be as excited for him as you know the game he had last week. Can I say it again? An explosion, sure. If you're desperate, Danny Amendola. I mean, desperate Danny. Yeah, I mean, he has the eye of Osweiler, and you know they use him in interesting ways. So you know he could uh, he could throw another yeah. touchdown. Desperation, I guess. Danny. That might be my. Uh, my nickname of the year. <laughs> 2016 draft board sitting right next to me from one of our leagues. Devontae Parker goes in the sixth round. Ouch. Criminal. Ouch. <laughs> anyway, Steelers-Ravens. Uh, <laughs> Painful. Tough to trust Ben. Easy to trust Connor. I easy took to Marvin trust Jones An- four picks later. <laughs> nice. Great pick. Easy to trust Antonio Brown for the Ravens. John Brown for sure. I don't know about anybody else. It's not another Hayden Hurst week. Right, Tom? No, no. It's not. I think it it might be a tough game for the Crab Man, too, because I, there's a good chance he sees Joe Hayden. So I kind of agree with you there. Um, you know, I'm just hoping James Conner goes out there and beasts again because this is a tough matchup. If he this does it again this week. This is a grind game for both teams. Yeah. They know each other well. And it, no love you're lost. You're going to have to earn every inch. Basically. Yeah, I think I like Alex Collins this week, actually. Yeah. You know, these AFC North games are always, like, really physical, like Tom said. And, yeah. and having a guy like Collins out there to bang around seems like yeah. it makes a lot of sense, right? Yep. How about the NFC North games between the Lions and the Vikings? As interesting as... Steelers Ravens? I think so. I mean, yeah. these are two teams that always play each other pretty well. They always score points pretty well. So I think that Stafford will be able to move the ball on them and and likewise with Kirk and Latavius Murray. So I wouldn't be afraid of anyone in this game. You know, I, I would even, you know, 
I really like the TJ Jones pick out of Tom. <laughs> yeah. If I had Marvin Jones in the league, I would have no fear starting him and Kenny Galladay for the same reasons as Marvin Jones. You yeah. know, whoever is going to not get covered by Xavier Rhodes is going to have a big game. So yeah, why right. not try and he is back either at practice one. this week after being uh, inactive last week? Yeah, well, God forbid he was out this week against those receivers. You know, yeah, for they, sure. That would be a dream. He can't do that in his own division. He knows. No. Yeah, he knows better than that. Uh, Atlanta going to Washington. This should be a big, big time points games. Washington defense has been playing very well. Know, it's tough. It's like a culture clash, you know. Yeah, like, right Reds, now, something's got to give. Uh, Redskins go out and acquire Haha Clinton Dix. Yeah, uh, getting even stronger up this on defense. defense. That they have Haha Clinton Dix, more of a ball hawk than a uh, like, as in a not a ball hawk. What's the opposite of a ball hawk? A guy who wants to clean your clock instead of get the ball. Yeah, uh, I don't know. A hard diving pelican. With. Yeah, a diving pelican. He's, he's <laughs> a, I, <laughs> it is what it is. He, he just wants to eat he, you up. He doesn't go for the ball. A lot of people find this guy to be uh, like a pseudo dirty player. Okay. But he's like a grimy, you know, him and Josh Norman, they're going to get along just and, fine. And uh, DJ Swearinger, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is a secondary that is going to put together some serious work in the future. Kendall Fuller, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this is uh, this is one to Oh, wait, fear. no, he got traded. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he's on he's the, the Chiefs. Chief. Yeah, sorry. So, but it's, so, I mean, here's a worth, worthy replacement to the secondary, not right. the exact position. Yeah. But, right. Um, this is a defense that is playing a lot better they're stopping the run this seems to be that they'll stop the pass maybe this is a team that in the future will be exploited by the tight end but by right now i don't know yeah interesting test that they have this week then with austin hooper who's been playing his best football of his career and is very worthy test. of a start this yeah. week if you have him oh, yeah. go ahead and yeah load hooper i would out. actually uh slot him right in i wouldn't be afraid of any of my uh my relevant falcons no uh tevin coleman not a great matchup but julio won't great, score not a lot of options here this yeah, week exactly uh, uh, so. so where I have him, I think I am starting him. I'm going to yeah. have to take another look, though, because when I was looking into the stats and all that stuff today, Tevin Coleman stuck out like a yeah. sore thumb. Yeah, for sure. yeah, just not not a very appealing yeah. matchup for him. All right, to the 4 o'clock slate. Three great games at 4 o'clock. This, this feels weird. First one, Texans-Broncos. Deshaun Watson, full participant in practice, seems to maybe have put those chest and lung issues behind him. Hopefully that's true, but... Based on what he did on the Dolphins or did to the Dolphins last Thursday, got an extra couple of days of rest. I think he's great to go. Lamar Miller should Dolphins, have a great though. matchup this against is, the Broncos. You know, Von Miller, Shane Ray, Bradley Chubb. This is going to be is a test. test. This is the test, yeah. I think. You know, if Deshaun Watson can somehow make it through this game without his lung collapsing any more than it already has, or sustaining so another ACL injury or something crazy like that. I think he will be good to go. Yeah. They've done a great job managing him so far. Yeah. So, you know, I hope they continue to do that. Yeah. For the Broncos, looking like another Philip Lindsay week, which is awesome for us to see. And they all should be. How do we feel about Sutton? Can we can we start him right away now? I mean, I think I think can. so because he he's he good, knows what's going on. <laughs> like it's not yeah. like he's new to the team. I think you could start him right away. Would I? Uh, go out of my way to do it. No, but right. if I, my hand was semi forced, I would do that. Right. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm like digging the the waiver wire for someone, I would take him because you know the projection for what his targets could be is you know Very not high. something you're gonna find from anyone else no. on the waiver wire. Royce Freeman did not practice for Perfect. what that's worth. That's so, what we like uh, to hear. Stay out. 
I, yeah, that's so. I did not expect myself to be. Give saying. him a couple no, more and weeks, not, and none of us did. You know, we were all you know starting. Out. Tom was big on Royce Freeman right out of the gate, and then so was I. Right you know, and the then gate. we started to gain momentum on him as well. And now the, it's funny how it's just completely switched. And to I'm Philip and I'm the Philip Lindsay fan club. Yeah, yeah the leader of as well. It. Yeah, Chargers Seahawks. This is an interesting game. Um, I'm really excited to watch it. Seahawks defense has been playing very well. Chargers offense has been playing extremely well. Yeah, guys, I'm, ben- I'm benching Phil, though. I don't blame you for doing it. I was there when you made the decision. I kind of was who? like, I get it. I picked up Fitzpatrick, and I'm starting oh, him. Okay. Yeah, yeah which, I fill in two leagues. I'm benching him both, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm riding the There beard. are very few guys who you would who you would bench for Fitzpatrick where I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? Supposed to be a pretty ugly game. you know. Yeah, rain, rain in the forecast, and, and Seattle has been really good against the quarterback position and against the pass in general this yeah. year. So that's why I would be a little scared of Phil. I actually think it should be a pretty big Keenan Allen week because they probably won't allow these big plays that Tyrell Williams and Mike Williams have been hitting. So hopefully Keenan Allen can get himself going. And, uh, yeah, I think that flipping over to Seattle, uh, I think you have to start Tyler Lockett. Like, I know. It's weird no as way, it, yeah. How do you bench him? It's like if it, if he was a running back and he was doing this, we'd be talking about him, you know, Not as one of the best pickups, you know, you can have. Yeah. This guy was undrafted. He's ridiculous. It's yeah, crazy. It's ridiculous and it's like you can't explain it, but it continues to happen. So, you know, I think that I think you have to start him again. Yeah, for sure. You have to. Yeah. Rams Saints. Everybody Except Ben Watson, everybody, Even be Cooper everybody. Cup, yeah. Cooper Cup limited to practice, but oh, trending in the right Welcome direction. Welcome back, Mule. Trending in the right direction. I actually almost Brandon Cooks picked revenge game. Oh, that's a good I almost plump picked Cooper Cup just to say this, and I, then I just realized like I can just say this. Right? Is you can uh, say anything you want on here. It's pretty free forum. <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> um, we don't that, answer to the man because that team doesn't do like any substitution. The right. guys who are the, who their guys are. I think the moment he's back out there, you it's don't. The moment you can trust him. Yeah. Exactly. Why would Why would they put him in there if exactly. he's not going to do exactly yeah. what he always has? They're undefeated. Like it's not like they absolutely need him out on the field, or else it's going to mean, tank them. And Tyler Lockett over, yeah. in uh, full point PPR. What wide receiver do you think he is? Um, Twelve. 10. Have they had their bye? Yes. Uh, yes. Because that's why. He's 24. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. But they have had their bye, so you yeah. have to account for that. There's probably a bunch of guys who haven't. That means he's like top 15. Thielen and yeah, Diggs still haven't. They're probably top 15, both top 20. But that is mind-blowing if you yeah. said it a, lo- a long time and ago. I mean, like, yeah, well, Don and I were talking about. Um, and they just released Brandon Marshall, so they don't yeah. even give a They don't yeah. care. Don and I were talking about the uh, waiver. What's going to be a tough award at the end of the year for the award show that we do is waiver wire hero of the year because obviously you have James Conner who's had such an amazing season. You have a player like Tyler Lockett who's been a huge value for people. You have a guy like Trubisky. Tyler Boyd who has been incredible this year. Players like Mitch Trubisky and Ryan Fitzpatrick who have stepped in and, and yeah. done incredible in the quarterback position. There's been a lot of guys off the waiver who have come in and contributed this year. It all comes down to the playoffs. Oh yeah, you got to finish the photography. The season. Because Tim and the photographer, <laughs> Tim Hightower would have been the waiver wire hero of the year a few years ago if we yeah, had the podcast. Yeah, right, yeah. I, Speaking of which, I keep bringing him up now. He's going to be the new Jonas yeah. Gray. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're, Jonas uh, isn't going anywhere. <laughs> we're uh, we're just a few weeks away from that awards show. So if you have some ideas for uh, new awards for us to add, hit us up on Twitter at RutzFF. Packers Patriots is Sunday night. Everybody. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I actually think especially Josh Gordon in this one. Ooh, I'm dead I serious. Like it. Leads it. He almost another almost pump pick, but then I realized I could just say this. Um, 
leads the team in air yards. You keep hearing those weird stats like that. He's he's getting a large target share and deep balls go to him. Uh, it's Packers, only a matter of time till it hits. Packers just trade away their starting safety. Yeah, uh, there you go. Dix in the last couple of years. So um, they're going to be putting a second stringer back there for what it's worth. Their secondary has never really been all that great, except right. for the fact that maybe they're just doubling down on their new picks this year, uh, of which they're our first and second rounder. But it has not turned them into some elite defense. I think Josh Gordon is a uh, A plus play yeah. this week. Yeah, I'll tell you what you got to pay attention to Sony Michelle as well, which and it stinks because they play so late. So two weeks in know, a row now. We have to hope that the decision comes out a day early, like you know it did this week. Because at the very least, before four o'clock. Unfortunately you might be stuck having to bench this guy in a week where the bye weeks like we said are so tough and he could be out there and be a full go and get 20 carries and burn you so it's really something you got to pay attention to you know does Corderell Patterson have running back eligibility yet no he mm. deserves it yeah. more than most 10, running backs he had 10 carries yeah. he deserves it you know it would be awesome to be able to pick him up and then just roster say. both and if he doesn't yeah. play just start him you, you could do it at your flex but you know obviously that gets a little tough right uh, Titans Cowboys on Monday night and Tom's asleep. <laughs> well, here's what you can do. Uh, Play Zeke. If, if you're in a really in a bind with Sony Michelle, you throw him in the flex. Right. And you add whom? Cole, Cole Beasley. Beasley. Oh yeah. Yep. Can always do worse than Cole Beasley. Always yeah. do worse than Cole Beasley. <laughs> I like that. I might do that in one of my leagues. Cole Beasley's next SoundCloud hip hop album, You Could Do Worse. <laughs> Which I'm sure is true. And that brings us full circle to what we talked about at the beginning of the day, Lil Peep, to check out Tom's Lil Peep <laughs> costume on Halloween. Hit us up on Instagram, straight flexing, at RutsFF. We are also on Twitter, at RutsFF. Get your start sits in. Get your recommendations in for our end-of-the-year award show, which we're now compiling not only awards, but we're also compiling nominations. Who do you think is the waiver wire of the year of the year so far? Who's the fantasy MVP? Yeah. Who's Talk the Aladdin early. of the year? Me. The diamond in the rough. <laughs> First well, that, trailer for the live-action Aladdin movie is going to be coming soon. That's for next year, right? The, the Aladdin one's like next year's draft. Yeah. 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 Let's not get lost in the maze. Okay. Um, Scott's on Twitter at WagsFF. Tom is at HillierFF. <laughs> I'm at Serious. <laughs> we will be recapping week 10 on, sorry, week 9 on Tuesday. Enjoy the games, everybody. We will see you on the other side of the weekend. Keep scoring. Hey!